He's a phantom. 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 He's a he's a he's a phantom. What is going on, everybody? We are back for episode six of Going Ghost, the exclusive Danny Phantom podcast. It's the exclusive podcast because that is all we talk about. Today, you got me, like usual, and we got our buddy Chris on the other mic. Chris, why don't you say what up? Uh, what up? <laughs> That's Chris saying what up. Uh, and today, we have a very special guest on the podcast, a buddy of ours, Nick Saxton. Nick, say hello. Hello, everybody. Yeah, that is Nick. Nick, who are you? What, what's what's your deal? I'm very glad you asked. Uh, that's the main reason I came on. I'm a dancer in the Twin Cities, just trying to dance my way to the top. Um, I can do it all. Salsa, the other ones. I'm very good, and I'm happy to be here. And so you came on the podcast to try to get your work known, right? Yeah, I just think, I mean, you look at your heroes, right? And uh, they all can do it, and so I thought I could do it, too. Right. Uh, you know, we... We are dreamers. That's what we're here for. I'm a dreamer 100%. Every night, every day. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your relation to Daniel Phantom? Daniel Phantom, uh, I call it Danny Phantom. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not a little fucker. Uh, (laughs) No, uh, this is one of the last shows. This is the end of an era for me and probably one that will never return. This is a show that I watched whenever it was on. I never have seen the entire series. I have never gone out of my way to watch full you know, um, plot lines come together. I just know the will they, won't they's. I know the friend <laughs> groups. I know all of the relationships. And I know the ghosts, you know, yeah. all of them. Have you seen this episode before? I can't tell you if I've seen this episode before. It's mm-hmm. been a long time. Right. Um, I will say I've seen one with ghosts. <laughs> so I can't tell if that's this one or if maybe there's some other ones with that. <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah, I, oh, yeah. Um, you're, I mean, you're the experts. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of where I'm at. But I don't remember the specifics of this plotline. Well, I do think it is maybe an instant classic. I think it should. be. I, I. Well, I mean, it's it's really it's up to the zeitgeist at this point to right. just let its grubby little hands get to work. Because um, <laughs> I think this is a real good one. All right, that's great to know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so today we are here to discuss episode six of season one of Daddy Phantom called. Mm-hmm. What you want. Now, Chris, when was this episode released? This episode was released Friday, April 30th, 2004. Friday, April 30th. Interesting. Man. 2004? Nick, yeah. Nick, do you remember where you were that day? Um, I don't remember where I was that day, but if I could I interject real quick? Yeah. Yep. 2004. And am I allowed to hit the ground running with some analysis, or do we want to kind of ease into that? You can. Yeah, do whatever you got to do. All right. So, 2004. Now, that is, and correct me if I'm wrong, three years after 9-11? Yes. Okay, because there is a part in this episode, right? I think we all know where I'm going yep. with this, where there's a plane heading towards a big office. We can assume mm-hmm. that it's... It was uh, a flying car, actually. Akin, a flying car, which some may call a plane yes, in other cultures. Might, they'd be wrong, but so, they can. So it's a flying car. I mean, what makes a f- uh, car a car? It's that it's on four wheels and it drives on the ground. So what makes a plane a car a plane? <laughs> so they're hurtling towards... They're hurtling towards... The uh, is it the Empire State? It's one of the biggest buildings in town. It's got to be the Twin Towers. Yeah, 
And I just think that that, I mean, now that I know that it's so timely, I, I, I just think that that's probably a reference. Three years after 9-11. Three years after 9-11 is right when you can talk about it, yeah, but you, th- yeah. that's true. you can't scream. Yeah, you know? they're thinking, it's, it, it's got to be now. It's now or never. We got to yeah. make a statement. Do you remember yeah. how Lilo and Stitch had that one scene? Where oh, they, yeah. They had the plane hurtling towards the thing, and they had to digitally alter it to a spaceship after 9-11. Yeah, because didn't it, didn't like, the like, Lilo and Stitch come out like a couple months after yeah. that? So they were and like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, so 9-11 didn't happen on April 30th, 2004. Okay. But what did happen was <clears throat> the U.S. media released graphic photos of American soldiers abusing and humiliating Iraqi prisoners in a prison. So, so. Nick, Nick, how do you think that ties into what this episode's about? Well, I, I'm very glad you asked because I think that it would be unwise of us to ignore the parallels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So who are the characters that we see in this episode? We have Danny. We have his friend. We have Sam. Mm-hmm. We have the genie. We have the football team. And then we have that weird B plot in Iraq. Uh huh. Yeah. With all of those Iraqi prisoners. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be unwise to ignore that that plot line was not given its full due. Right. Which is. We've got to talk about it. Yeah. And so I just think that, um, you know, that that's a form of abuse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something related to what we're talking about is the, the announcers of the football game are actually voiced by our friend Butch Hartman himself. Oh, there we go. And and, and the producer, uh, Steve. Oh, Butch Hartman, we would love to talk to you about your role on Danny Phantom. Please come on the podcast and we can just chat about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so great. Any Anything else happened on that day? Uh, uh, nope. Uh, on, uh, Those were the um, only two things. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I will. Abuse. <laughs> and the- <laughs> That's the historical event of the day. Yeah. Uh, if you want a movie, the movie Troy, that was charting right now. That was the number one movie in America. I don't know if I've ever heard of Troy. Is that not uh, that old one about Trojan War? Isn't the- it's got a blue cover. Like with Orlando it's Bloom? A, is that that one? Orlando Bloom? Isn't he played Troy or the other one? Or you... I don't know. I don't know. But that, that's the movie that's out right now, so... Great. We love it. Abuse and Troy. Only one movie that year. Yeah. And one episode of Danny Phantom. Uh, so, I think without further ado, we should just kind of dive on into the episode, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. Season one, episode six of Danny Phantom. Uh, Jake, what's the, what's the ghost of this episode? The ghost for this episode is a genie... Named, named Desiree. Granter of Wishes. Granter of Wishes. You gotta put some respect on her name. Right, right, right. So she came out of a uh, genie bottle, as genies do. Mm-hmm. She grants wishes and they turn people into monsters. Nick, have you ever you ever wished wished upon a star for something? Better teeth. Better, better teeth. I, as a kid, constantly would look in the mirror and think, if I could have one wish from one genie, the one thing I would want... Oh, you guys go on without me for right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific thing, but uh, you know, I think I think you're either just fine. Yeah, thank um, you. so Desiree, Chris, what do you think of Desiree? Besides the fact that she's really hot, she is hot. I'll say it. I don't know what Butch. I don't know why they do that. Make the ghost super hot. They always make all the characters super hot. Yeah, well, and she's and she's also got her hair down like that, where it's covering one of her eyes. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like you told me that you're like like cartoon characters drawn that drawn that way like get you going. <laughs> let the let the podcast listeners know Chris is rubbing his nipples right now. I'm very hard. Very hard. I don't know if we had that conversation, but I mean like you're not entirely wrong. <laughs> but just, you know, something yeah. about it, I guess. Desiree Desiree returns later on, right? I think she's a recurring one. Yeah. I remember her mm-hmm. from when I watched this. Yeah, she comes back. Better yeah. better than ever. 
better than ever. Yep. Is uh, there a is there a Pornhub with Desiree? Is there any way we can we can fact check that quick? I guess there's got a what is that rule sixty rule thirty four thirty four. I was going to say Rule 69. Um, <laughs> no, we talked about Rule 34 on a different podcast. Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah, there's, there's, there's got to be something yeah. with Desiree. Yeah, there's got to be. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have anything below the waist. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, don't eat it the way I do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, All I need are two hands and a... And a couple of, couple of belly buttons. Yeah, uh, baby, mixed. that's all we need. Hey, if there's anything that the women on this Danny Phantom show have is belly buttons. Yep. I think every single time you see a female on the show, it's their they, navels yeah, exposed. Yeah. Hers was bejeweled. Yeah. Did you guys notice that? She had a giant pearl covering her belly button. Oh my God. Yeah. That was you know Taylor Swift doesn't have one? Doesn't have a, a jewel covering her belly button. Doesn't have a belly button. Do you remember that time period? <laughs> no. Where, I, you don't follow Taylor Swift? She has a belly button. I don't, well, we didn't, we know that now, but do you remember that time period where we realized there was no pictures of her belly button on the internet and no one's ever seen it? So there's this huge conspiracy that she didn't have one and that's why she was hiding it? No, what the fuck? And then eventually she released like a bikini picture from a vacation and she had one and she made some joke about it. That's so weird. But there was no pictures for a super long time. But that's easy to Photoshop. I'm just saying, that's I'm just true. saying. A belly button? Yeah. A belly button's really easy to Photoshop. I could do it in two minutes. All right, we'll Let's give take a two minutes. minute break. And then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Desiree, I think she's a pretty good ghost. Um, she's fun and it's like, she's not necessarily just like only evil. Mm-mm. She's kind of like a trickster, which is fun. Well, we can go into her backstory right now if you want. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I mean, like she was, I don't know, did it say what time it was? A long time ago. I yeah. Uh, yeah. She was like a princess or something. Like a, she's a princess or she was the daughter of a sultan. Oh yeah. 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 And then she was promised all these great things. And then the. Sultan's jealous wife, like uh, like in Pippin, you know, yeah. uh, didn't want her because she was too cool, so they sent her away, and then then she died, apparently, of a broken heart. And mm-hmm. old age. And old age. And one thing I think is interesting with that is we are all obviously, you know, picturing her in incredibly sexual situations because she is so hot, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she died of old age, so that means that she was this uh, uh, sexy at that <laughs> old of an age. That's really impressive. I mean, that at a certain point is is very. How old do you think she was when she died? Well, I mean, isn't this in the past? Old age is probably like twenty five. Oh, so she's probably like <laughs> oh, yeah. sixteen. In which case, we're fucking disgusting <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, we got to cut all this out. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> no, but and then so then what? She died, and then somehow she's forced by some weird ghost moral code to grant every wish that she hears. That's the that's the law of ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, I was also slightly confused uh one question i had about this genies in the past have always right they grant three wishes Mm -hmm. she granted throughout the course of this episode six wishes Mm. okay and i don't know if the writers are stupid or if this was an intentional choice because obviously the writers are very creative to come up with all the other aspects that we'll obviously delve into in greater detail but i just was wondering if either of you can speak to that as uh genie experts well maybe it's like a costco genie (laughs) you You buy got them in bulk yeah yeah well, I'm wondering, well, because, like, isn't, like, genies, I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking of, like, specific genies, but, like, they grant three wishes and then they're free? Yeah. Is that a thing? Mm. Yeah, they certainly free to do what they want. Yeah. But she doesn't, she seems like a mix of free and not free. Yeah. Because she can go wherever, but she's, like, forced to grant every wish she hears. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of, I think, ruled not, she's not ruled by herself, right? She's ruled by jealousy. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that that's the big theme of the episode, right? What'd you call it? What You Want is the name of the episode? Yeah. Yeah, yeah what you want. What, what you want. Nick, what is it you want? I want better teeth, but it's not about me. <laughs> it's what you want. And and jealousy, right, is the green monster, right? And mm-hmm. that theme pervades this entire episode. We've got mm-hmm. the green dream catcher. We've got the 
green monsters that people become. We've got the, she is green. Danny's new power, which we can talk more about that. That is a green power, mm-hmm. right? These are all things that we really need to, uh, I think they warrant greater details. <laughs> I think I think they do, and I think you are absolutely right. So let's get on into the plot of the episode. Sounds good. The episode starts with a cold open. You know, we don't really see a lot of cold opens in Danny nope. Phantom. So this is pretty unique. Uh, but also this one is narrated by Tucker, Tucker, Tucker himself. Tucker's talking about what? What did he start talking about? I kind of zoned out. It's like his diary entries he's reading aloud. So he's oh, kind of yeah. talking about like how Danny and him are best friends and they share everything. And then he's like, except one thing, and then yeah. that's where the plot yeah. diverges into Tucker being a jealous. Yep, because immediately you learn that Tucker, which I, I feel like it has not been hinted at really up until then, like till now, that he's jealous of Danny's powers. Well, this is the first episode where they like refer to Danny as like a superhero with like yeah, superpowers, with superpowers. Yeah, because before. And Nick doesn't really know this, but before he was just fighting ghosts in secret. So like a ghost would come out, terrorize a town. Danny would fight it, but no one really knew. Yeah, not even his friends. Well, his friends do. Oh, his friends. But the town didn't. This is the first time where it's like he's saving people, and it's like referred to as a superpower. And Tucker's like jealous. Well, because as the series progresses, Danny kind of becomes more and more of a superhero. Well, yeah, the town does eventually know about him as a superhero. Yeah, but yeah, so it is interesting that this is the first one where it showed that there's a rift in in the friendship. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was the first time that we like actually kind of delved into the relationship of like how things have changed mm-hmm. since Danny's become a superhero or well, a ghost yeah. man. I guess. Well, and this is this was a I don't know where in the episode we'll talk about this. So let's do it right now. This is the first episode where there's like really no female characters, like yeah, protagonists, and it's the first episode where like the relationships fall apart. Yeah. So I wonder if that's part of it. Like Sam's bedridden, so she can't help. Jazz yeah. isn't even in the episode. Yeah. So it's like when the female characters are removed, mm-hmm. the guys just like fall apart. So I, don't know I mean if, that's interesting, yeah. I don't know if that's I'm also like wondering something. if it's if it is kind of like about the three of them, Sam, Tucker, and Danny as friends, and how mm-hmm. the three of them need each other. And so when Sam is out of the picture, then they kind of fall apart. Yeah, like they all provide yeah. something that they need. Yeah, yeah, I think if Sam was in this episode, certainly there wouldn't this jealousy wouldn't have ruled Tucker like it did. Yeah, exactly. Know? But I also think that it's worth uh looking at the one episode that Desiree comes in, well, we never see Sam. We never see him in the same place at the same time. <laughs> Sam's really hot. Desiree's really hot. Uh, Sam is really hot. I don't know. Are you insinuating that Sam... I'm not, I'm not insinuating anything. I'm merely presenting facts into a microphone. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think Butch Hartman, we need answers now. Is it, Sam and Desiree the same person? Please, God, tell us. And God being Butch Hartman. Please come on the podcast. Um, so in the... Also in the first the first bit when they're at that like flea market. Yeah. So that to preface it, like they, they go to a flea market, the a little boy or girl, I don't remember, is whining and has a balloon and then knocks the, the genie bottle over and Desiree escapes. So that's how the, the show starts out. And then Danny Danny, you know, obviously notices her. And then I think we get the first like full going ghost animation. Like, yeah, probably. Where he says like I'm going ghost. It does the whole thing where it spins around and mm-hmm. like the rings appear and like I think yeah. it's pretty standard moving forward. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, they probably made it and were like, oh, shit, this is cool. Yeah. but uh, So from there, Danny fights Desiree, and he f- discovers he has a new power. Mm-hmm. And, it's, uh, and the power is... It's a ghost... Lasers, ghost, kind of? Well, it's a ghost... The f- official name on Danny P.D. or whatever is, okay. is Ghost Ray. Okay. But it is interesting. He, yeah, he can shoot, like, lasers out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Nick, are you able to shoot lasers out of your hands? Am I allowed to not comment? You are if if, if you're on like an ongoing uh, yes, legal I can proceeding. Shoot, I if you can got shoot lasers hide. out of my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I also think uh, that that is that's one of the greatest parts of Danny Phantom the series. I think is that he he is not contrary to nearly every other superhero thing because you said mm-hmm. he's now referred to as a yep. superhero. He doesn't just hit the ground running with like I woke up and uh, I'm Sp- you know Spider Man wakes up all of his powers are there right. He has to figure out how to control them. Yeah, Danny is not that way. Danny is literally developing new powers. He's Remember like when- literally a baby ghost who's trying to figure out how to live and survive yeah. he's a kid growing going through puberty right mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i think that there's really something beautiful about that as a series and i think that's why it resonated with so many people growing up oh, is yeah. we were watching and we were growing watching danny grow rather than we weren't like you know 20 year olds fully right. jacked to the nines <laughs> watching this show 20 is when i peaked yeah. yeah 20 is when i peaked and it has been a steep fall yeah um <laughs> i'm 21 i think that it's interesting um, so I was wondering if either of you want to speak more to that, because I remember later on in the series, he gets like that blue power too. like Danny is constantly getting yeah, mm-hmm. new colors yeah. added to his arsenal. <laughs> no, like new strengths and uh, also new weaknesses. Like uh, Tucker even has the line when he gets the new power. He's like, you got your new power and no harm can come from that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's like clearly like with every new skill and w- with every new strength we acquire as humans, you know, teens watching this, we have to learn how to control it. Um, yeah. and, and that's it, the famous Danny Phantom line great power comes great responsibility exactly yeah, yeah. Um, um, Butch yeah but yeah it's a good line Butch um, yeah no I totally think that's right and I think that even goes along with just Danny as a person and as a character he kind of comes into his own and especially when he kind of has when we meet like his more or less arch enemy mm-hmm. then it's the next episode I think is it yeah I knew yeah. it was coming up pretty soon mm-hmm. Vlad some, yep. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 I think after he like meets him and like he's introduced in it like there's a lot more development of Danny yeah. as a character and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll get into that. But it, yeah, it is cool because like Danny's going through two puberties kind of because he is a 14 mm-hmm. year old boy. So he's going through regular puberty. Mm-hmm. So he's 14. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, because that's what I was gonna say later in the episode too. Like it's inferred that they're freshmen in high school, but this is the first time Tucker said I'm 14. Yeah. Or something. So we got official ages. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're, so they're 14. Um, but then Danny's going through ghost puberty, like you said too, and it's like that's cool for kids watching because it's like such a hybrid like. A hyperbole to like what they're doing kind of oh, yeah. like because oh, yeah. it's like it's so up in your face like danny's changing yeah so you're like oh like if he can do it i can do it blah blah, blah. so it's exactly. like exactly it is cool it's yeah, cool that's that, com- like what we talked about the first episode too of why this show is so big and so like important and stuff because uh, yeah because people that are older can look back and be like oh, i remember that and then young kids can see what they have to look forward to in high school and kids currently going through it like have some kind of representation right so it's a it's a layered show right okay so then the kid breaks the bottle yep Desiree flies out, and then Danny's, I mean, she starts wreaking havoc, and Danny's like, oh, I gotta stop her, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, can I interject quick? Sure. The kid breaks the bottle. This just goes further into the themes. Mm -hmm. The kid's line right before she breaks the bottle is, I want sugar, episode title, What You Want. Mm -hmm. It's all about jealousy, greed, what you want. Mm -hmm. So her want breaks the bottle. Her want unleashes the jealous monster. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's... That's good writing if I've ever that heard is, it. That, that puts true. Shakespeare to shame, and that makes Aaron Sorkin <laughs> look fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, this is a crazy, crazy episode. Uh, and so then the kid wants sugar, and so that, I think, results in cotton candy going everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Just um, shooting out. Which I do think, this came out in 2004. I think Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed came out in 2004. Both of which had cotton candy mm, monsters. You're so right. So I think there's uh, something needs to be explained. Well, maybe that's you know that's riding on the whole you know post 9/11 fears we were having, like like Nick was saying earlier. Mm, we elabor- just, elaborate. I don't know. I'm just saying if we were you know a weakened nation, maybe we're scared like you know 
diabetes or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. Can Yeah, interesting. Okay. I'm just saying horror films usually mirror the fears the society's having, so I'm just saying if cotton candy's everywhere, you got to look further into that. <laughs> Damn, you are so right, Chris. Jay, can I admit something? You're going to do it anyway, so yeah. I've never had cotton candy. It's not good. I don't never, like cotton candy. Nick, whoa, do you like cotton candy? Whoa, guys. Cotton candy is incredible. It's like fine. What are you talking? Cotton candy is so good. You put that in your mouth. You let it. it, it it's a, it's a, it's a. Let the record show. Jake just opened a can of cotton candy. Um, you you eat it. You eat this solid, and it melts in your mouth. That's something akin only to ice cream. Is the only other food I can think of that does that. And ice cream is is good, right? But we have it everywhere. Everywhere I go, I'm eating ice cream. I'm I'm sick of it. Cotton candy delicacy. Name me three places. Name me three places you can get cotton candy. The zoo. Yeah. The uh, carnival. Yeah. The flea market. All right, let's move on. Carnivals <laughs> are really just zoos of people, if you think about it. So really just the zoo. Well, shit, if we learned anything from this week, it's that. So then, moving on. Yeah, wait, what does that say that this episode started in a flea market? Mm, nothing, actually. Let's keep you, going. You think it's like a Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> illusion? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything there. Okay. Well, so we get to uh, we get to Tucker narrating some more things, and mm-hmm. we get to a football game. Yes. Uh, where there, Danny okay, is there's also a part mascot. Uh, I, I, in the first scene, when after the cotton candy stuff, and Danny yep. discovers his power, he's fighting off Desiree and stuff. There's a part where Desiree set says, or like Desiree sees Danny, and she's like, "Oh, I have to touch him." Or she's like, oh, oh, something well, like that. She she she's trying to. She's like, "What do you want?" And then Danny's like, "Nothing." And then she reaches her hand out to his chest to like, yeah, I guess see what he wants, and then he like hits okay. it away. Because I wrote down, "Why did she try to touch him?" Yeah, I think I guess it's inferred that if she touches your heart, she can like see into your true desires. So, like she'd okay. see Nick wanting teeth or whatever if she poked him. But mm, yeah, I'm a bit harder to read than that. But thanks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, that's also interesting because remember she died of a broken heart. So mm. her desire to maybe she reach wa- the heart, the maybe heart. Maybe she wants to steal it like in Indiana Jones. Oh my gosh, maybe. Mm. Nick, mm. have you ever been with anyone that's tried to steal your heart, Indiana Jones style? Um, are we talking in the last week or yeah, are we last talking, week? Statue limitations probably a week. So okay, <laughs> yeah, I have. Or okay, I technically signed an NDA. Non-disclosure and NDA. Yeah, an NDA. Yep, NDA. <laughs> yeah, so I can't super talk about it, but it's exactly what you said. Okay. It's exactly what you detailed. That yeah, happened. Trying to rip it out. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then they move on to the football game. Butt stuff. Am I right? Yeah, butt stuff. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you up through, Got it? through the butt is what I'm saying. Nick's um, giving a very, very helpful mm-hmm. uh, hand. Hand. You know. Yeah. If you could see my hand, you'd understand. I'm talking about kind of putting all your fingers and thumb together on a point so that you could like go up into, and I'm assuming that the heart is, you know, uh, around the corner, <laughs> up the, up the stage. That's the heart is mage. Uh, <laughs> so at the football game, we learned that Sam is sick, huh? Uh, She's fallen ill. And Danny is also the mascot. Yeah. Why? I was very confused. It said he's filling in for the other mascot. I don't think it works like that. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what the I mascot guess. chain of succession yeah, is. I don't know. But the other mascot was Tucker, right? Well, Ma- Tucker was filling in for Danny, he was filling in for another person. Yeah, so Tucker was after Danny. And their mascot was a bird, right? Yep, yes. a raven. Because, you know, Edgar Allan Poe Spooky. likes ravens. Oh. And Danny's an alcoholic. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Who committed voter fraud involuntarily. <laughs> um, Edgar Allan Poe, the podcast. 
Ooh, um, that's a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so then during the football game, Dash is talking to the football players and he makes well, a wish. Because they're getting wrecked. Yeah, they're not doing well. Nope. And Dash wishes to... Well, and can we talk about real quick how they're getting pummeled? The other team has invented a new strategy where you just amalgamate onto one play. All the mm-hmm. different players oh, yeah. just form kind of a... A, a big clump. A big and, clump. And they just jump on well, one. Well, it's easier to tackle someone if 10 people tackle mm-hmm. them. Because there's really yeah. no chance you can miss that tackle. I right. don't know why... Butch is not an NFL head coach. No, that's true. I think Butch should really sit down it? with uh, you know, the Vikings coach. Yeah, yeah. And really, really figure it out. But yeah, no, they're getting pummeled. And then uh, Dash wishes that he was big enough to defeat them like one on one or something. It's something like that. He said, "I was. I, I wish I was big enough to crush them single handedly." Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Desiree appears as she does, and then he turns into a huge green, huge green looking dude. Yeah, he turns into like this huge. Goblin type thing. He's almost Jack Fenton size. Almost Jack Fenton. I, Jack Fenton does. Was he even in this episode? He, no, had he briefly. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Fenton weighs eight tons. Mm-hmm. I would say Dash probably seven and a half. Yeah, it was pretty close. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was almost up there. But right. Um. So yeah. Then that happens. He becomes a huge monster. Mm. And then Danny. Uh, no one notices. I'll say no. nobody. Well, they like. They notice, but not in a scary way. Like yeah, the announcers like, are like, "Oh, look at the protein on that guy." Yeah, and they're like, like, "Oh, Dash is Dash is killing it." And they're like, this dude is like fucking 25 feet tall. No, he's, yeah, he is a problem. Can the public (laughs) not see ghosts? I don't know. I I mean, like, it's, I think it's pretty unclear now and gets clearer as the show goes on. Mm. Yeah. Because, yeah, right now, I would say, I mean, those announcers would have noticed. Well, they saw Danny and Tucker in the later scene when in the car. Like, that guy, so like, you can see him, but then, like, when they're not a, when it's not a distinct ghost, when it's like someone being overshadowed or whatever, like they, people don't notice. Mm. They're just like, "Oh, Dash looks a little man, like mean today." But yeah, I don't know. And then Danny, you know, passes the mascot to Tucker, and Tucker's voiceover is like, "Oh, I'm second fiddle again." And then he's Danny hanging upside Dash. down from the goalpost. Oh, yeah. Well, that's after, yeah, but oh, yeah. that's after. Yeah, well, and he was hanging upside down on the goalpost, and all the other players were like, "Yay, look a look a pinata, let's." Beat him for candy. Yeah, beat him to the candy. Beat him for candy. Yes. Right? Yeah. I want candy. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's tying to that little kid in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was going to say really quick, when Danny fights Dash, there's a lot of firsts in this episode that they don't acknowledge. Like, like Danny rips the ghost out of Dash. Yeah. And that's never that's never happened. Like by putting his hand through the back of Dash's head. And ripping the ghost out. I felt like it was the final scene of um of mice and men when he was just looking in the opposite direction and you know when he i don't remember the character's name george and lenny yeah george, george lenny. puts lenny down yeah yeah that's what it felt like when he was like in the back going through the back of his head like that well it's just weird how sometimes they explain like danny like getting that new you know ghost ray and he's yeah. like oh this is new and then but they don't explain him ripping ghosts out of people like that's yeah. never happened before but yeah. that's world building that's part of the brilliance of the show if they stop to explain everything yeah then you you would have no I'd fun be, watching the show. No, I'd I mean, be too informed. Because we all tracked it, right? I mean, we yeah, all yeah, understood yeah, yeah. what was happening. It'd be too much exposition. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, they threatened to beat Tucker with a bat. Tucker would have died. And I think that uh, if a group of uh, white high school football players beat mm. Tucker with a baseball bat. Yeah. Uh, is that a hate crime? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well... I don't know if it depends on what their motivation is, but it definitely would not be good. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is this is not good. Well, and we talked about bullying briefly or like a lot last episode, so yeah. I won't get too much into it. But like if you saw a nerd hanging on the thing, why is your first thing like, let's go hit him with a bat? Uh-huh. Like that's 
2004, it's a simpler time, baby. I also want to point out, it was a pretty sweet, uh, in, in terms of uh, GD Giggles, he was hanging by his feet. He was hanging on like a bird where mm-hmm. his feet were mm-hmm. clenched around the post. Rather, than, So like, he, he could have just dropped down. He's a method Easy. actor. He Easy. was holding himself up. And I think that that's points. And honestly, it makes me wonder if he is a pinata. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> well, we ever got the, closure on that. The toe strength on Tucker alone yeah. must be incredible. Yeah. So then so let me go to Fenton Works where we see uh, in the basement uh, Danny's unloading the ghosts that he caught into the portal which mm-hmm. also has not happened before yeah but i guess that's a part of recycling or whatever he's doing yeah he's a professional now and then uh we get we see a ghost dream catcher mm-hmm. um yeah where you learn that like for example if danny flies through it danny's bot body danny yeah. and danny's ghost human separa- danny. yeah and hum- yeah yeah gets separated and then the so it's a way of separating ghosts from things that have inhabited. Yeah. Um, and they made, Jack and Maddie Fenton made that because they feel sick and they blame that on ghosts. Yep. Which, and they're trying to cleanse themselves. I'll say they're geniuses, but they're dumb. Yeah. Nick, uh, this is a good time to ask you, what is your uh, personal take on ghosts? What is your stance on them in the world? And if you believe or don't believe or any rules? Well, if you would ask me 30 minutes ago, I'd say no way ghosts are real. But this episode really convinced but you. This I just watched this thing and I saw what three ghosts plus it, the goblins. Yeah. So yeah. now I believe in ghosts yeah. and goblins. That's insane. I can't believe more people have not seen have this. You, uh, you ever seen a ghost in real life? I mean, now I have. What did you? We watched the show together. Oh, you're right. We watched yeah, the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. We've only had one guest so far not believe in ghosts. And, really? Yeah, and that was the last episode with Busy Stephenson. She's not fun. <laughs> and then we had Natalie, who had a very specific set of rules for seeing ghosts. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a wide range of people's opinions. Natalie was more interested in the, the soul. Yeah. She wait, wanted to a- answer religious questions. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Do you two believe in ghosts? I do. I don't think we've ever asked that. I think, um, I think they've got to be real. Yep. Um, I think I saw one one time, like mm-hmm. in middle school. I think I remember waking what up. What was the... Con- oh, you're going I think there. I remember... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember waking up and like sitting up in my bed or like looking towards the feet, the foot of my bed and seeing someone standing there. And I was... And I screamed. I was like, what the fuck? And then they were gone. And I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. So they've got to be real. I just think the world's a little bigger with ghosts in it. You know what I mean? You just want it to be a big world? Like, I don't, yeah. Like, I feel like it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not, you'll never know either way. Yeah. So I'd, I'm going to choose to believe because it's a more a more fanciful world that way. Have yeah. you ever heard the whole theory of like, life is like a light bulb and then it's one that's, if it's on for a really long time, when you turn it off, it lingers for a little bit and that's being a ghost. So like even ghosts die, but like sometimes you can have a ghost mm. for a little bit. I heard that theory. That was really interesting. Interesting. It is. I've never heard that. That's really interesting. Actually. Well, ask Butch Hartman when he takes uh, his take on light bulb theories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we pencil that one down. Um, and so after that, we go back to Sam's house. Well, I have a quote. Okay. Uh, at the very end of that episode, to leading out of it, when you know the Fentons are talking about why they think they're sick, yeah, and they're like, "Oh, it's ghosts." Then Danny's like, "Aren't you just sick?" And then Jack's just like, Haha, "I remember when I was that naive." And I was just like, "That got me," because like. That's hard to grow up in, too, in that scenario where, like, Danny's like, I think you're just sick. And he's like, no, you're dumb. It's ghosts. Yeah. Like, if your dad told you ghosts were the reason he was sick. Then you'd believe. Yeah. That's how you make a believer. That's true. So Sam is sick, and her parents, her rich parents, hired an entire yeah. medical staff to take care of her. Sam's wealthy again. Yep. <clears throat> and then we go back to the theater. Uh, and to the theater for the first time. Yep. 
Tan- Danny and Tucker are about to see a movie. Was it like de- like Killer it's Teacher uh, 4 or something? Dead Teacher 4. <laughs> yep. Nick, have you ever seen Dead Teacher 4? I've not seen Dead Teacher 4. I watched Dead Teacher 5 in theaters, though, and mm-hmm. I was pretty lost. That makes um, sense. Is yeah. that like the Scratch and Sniff 4D one where they give you the, the, <laughs> the stickers that smell like the scenes? Yeah, they actually went 5D and just gave us two Scratch and Sniffs, which I thought was a bit of a ripoff. Yeah, but, it might be a little much. Yeah. Do either of you remember seeing... That 40 movie in theaters. It was a uh, Rugrats one. Yeah, the Rugrats. The Rugrats. Oh, no, 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 it, uh, it was uh, it, uh, the Wild Thornberries Rugbat, Rugrats movie. Yeah, I do. I, that's what that was my reference. Like, yeah. where they give you those weird stickers, and all of it just smelled like gross banana. I didn't get like a difference. But <laughs> yeah, it was all the same. I remember that. I don't know why that didn't catch on. I wish that was the 3D movie yeah. experience. Nick, was that before your time? That was before my time. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Nick's a little baby. Yeah. You didn't get to experience the wild thornberries live in, in IMAX cinema, Dolby Digital? <laughs> no, probably the best movie experience I've ever had, if we're talking extra Ds, mm-hmm. would be um, Spy Kids. You guys Ooh, remember Spy Kids? Was it three? The third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Game over. Game over. Oh, that was a good one. Because there's this, the, there's these frogs on pogo sticks, which is mm-hmm. like the 3D people are just like jerking themselves right <laughs> to hell. And they are... These frogs jumped out of you, and I remember watching it and being like, as a kid, I remember watching it and being like, yes, yeah, it's fine. This is okay. <laughs> I get what's going on here. I'm amused. Yeah. Well, back to the exclusive Danny Phantom podcast, Going Ghost. The exclusive one. Uh, so while Danny and Tucker are seeing Dead Teacher 4, or trying to see Dead trying Teacher to. 4, Paulina arrives, and she's about to see none other than the hit classic movie, Sayonara Pussycat. Yep. Uh, Nick, have you seen Sayonara Pussycat? I have not seen Sayonara Pussycat. Chris, have you? No, I, mm. I missed it. It's a classic, I can only assume. Um, so, so isn't it like Paulina's looking at the poster for uh, Sayonara Pussycat? Well, and, and she, like the line is like out the door, and she's like yeah. the poster. So she's like, oh, I, I wish I was that cute and popular. Yeah. And so then she turns into like this Hello Kitty, like anime kind of character. Yeah. And she's running around as a ghost and she's like look at me and everyone is like hell yeah they're like well what's weird about that is like paulina's very attractive yeah and she's like i was gonna say of age that's not true but she's like 15 like she's yeah. like older like, so three years of away from yeah. being of but age no, but let's like, just point that out <laughs> no but I, i'm not confused i'm just saying like the but i assume she wants to be like older like yeah. you know when you're that age you like want to be hot and like want to be an adult right but then like what she wished for turned her like presumably way younger she yeah, became orbular yeah and she's like a little cute like a cute little kid and then yeah. everyone loved her so that's kind of weird like if and you're she, like i want to be popular and they're like well you can do that when you're five well, and she's already so popular yeah i know like, like, I, I didn't why, get that either you don't need to be more popular yeah but she wasn't she wasn't evil though which was no. interesting she yeah. didn't really do anything she just got extremely big and was just i don't yeah. know and then danny was like oh shit and so yeah then, why did he put a stop to her that just seemed like that was fine maybe it's like <laughs> a butterfly effect thing yeah where he just doesn't want ghosts yeah, running amok other than him, but I don't know. Danny is the ghost sheriff in town now, so true. He says ghosts. So then uh, he fights. Well, he off, says ghosts. He <laughs> he fights off um, this Paulina ghost doll pussycat thing, um, and then while that's happening, they like go into the basement. So then Tucker's alone. And he's like, "Oh man, I hate this." Oh yeah, because then Tucker ended up having to see uh, what was that movie. Sign our pussycat. Yep. And because he's he, mad. Yeah, because he couldn't get tickets to Dead Teacher 4. Because he's waiting for Danny because Danny yeah. was fighting Paulina as right. the pussycat. And so then he's like, oh, God, I wish I had ghost powers too. Mm-hmm. And then and then Desiree's like, 
fucking okay, dude. Gives him <laughs> ghost powers and he starts running amok, doing pranks and stuff. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, well, can we talk about the fact that Danny murders the ghost inside Paulina? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the most aggressive animation I've ever seen where Danny just looks at, because she's not doing anything wrong. No, yeah. She's very cute, which is the point. Danny points his new laser gun at her and just shoots her in the face. Mm-hmm. And that's the most violent. Yep. The ghost is like shot out yet. from behind her. And she like screams. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was super. And I'm sure the kids watching this at the time, too, they're like, oh, it's cute. Like, it's supposed to be cute. And then Danny just murders her in cold blood. Yeah, it was a little much. I'll yeah. say it. But, but uh, yeah, so that happened. And then Tucker's got these powers. And then Tucker is pulling pranks, and he's finally happy because he's been so jealous, he's finally getting what he wants. Yeah, so it's Nick, a montage. Nick, can you tell us about a time that you were really jealous? Mm-hmm. You know, we've met a few of your talented friends, and I would say if you're not, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this. I've been jealous a few times in my life. Um, so my brother, is he's an Olympic skier, so I'm a little jealous of that. I, that makes sense. Um my brother, he, he goes to Dartmouth, um, and uh, he, I have a brother who's an Eagle Scout. So those are that's all the same, brother. <laughs> and you do improv? I do college improv, yeah. I'd love to be able to do real improv one day, too. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're, you're, right, you're right neck and neck with him. I'm neck and neck if my neck was long and flimsy. Um, yeah, so I've been jealous a few times in my life. Um, I've also just started to be be wondering and correct me if this is uh unpleasant to hear i don't know do you guys think your penises are disgusting now because i feel like i used to have like a pretty pretty good looking pee down there and now i look at it and i i don't i mean i don't know what happened so i'm kind of jealous of every other penis i guess okay now we can go on with the podcast so are you so are you saying what does your did your did your view of it change or did it physically change yeah i've always been looking at it from above (laughs) and now you're well, no, 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 but like, <laughs> do you perceive it differently now, or is it like a lot grosser now? I can't tell. Um, well, I mean, we, I we wash have a couple it. Minutes, take I, it out. I wash my dick. Right. Uh, well, Nick, what do you do with your dick? Why don't you just like, a day to day? Like, it was a typical day in the life of your penis. Yeah, like you wake up, do your morning routine. I assume. I don't know. I mean, do you guys put lotion on your dick? <laughs> like, do you, do you, do you no. Do that? no, not really. Are you not supposed to do that? I think that might be part of your issue. <laughs> Uh, I saw a stand-up. I don't remember who did it, but it was a, a female comedian talking about like how women feel uncomfortable with their bodies, you know, and like their stuff. They all criticize, and then they're like, and then guys are walking around with like scrotums, and they don't care at all, and those are disgusting. And it's just funny. Like, I never thought about that, but it's kind of kind of true. Scrotums are pretty gross. Like, not, but we never thought about it. Like, it's not, it's not how well, we're raised. Nick has. Yeah, I mean, no, Nick, I'm saying my dick is bad. My scrot. That's perfect. Oh, you guys wish you've never seen. Yeah, it's symmetrical, yeah. but no, I don't know. I'm, mm, I'm fine with. Is that, symmetrical? No, 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 no. is that what makes it interesting? <laughs> that's what makes it. Yeah, interesting is a good word. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so suffice to say, I've been jealous of uh, a few things. A couple um, times, yeah, that's yeah. good to know. So we cut to a guy in a car, and he's like, "I hate traffic." He hates traffic. Right? I mean, we've been there. Case of the Mondays, I'm sure. Case of the Mondays. So then he's like, "I wish my car could just fly." Magically, it does. It starts flying yep. over the city because Desiree heard him because she's fucking everywhere, I guess now. Well, and yeah, and like, I don't know. This is a cartoon logic thing, but it's like, are there not more people wishing? Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, everyone's wishing all the time. Yeah. So just, but yeah. So then he, he starts flying, but like, you know, he you can't always get what you wish for exactly. So he's going like 100 miles an hour and mm-hmm. he's freaking out. Yep. 
And so then he Danny's, needs a ghost to come save. Yeah, him. Danny's like, oh, I'm gonna go, f- f- I'm gonna go save this guy. But then Tucker swoops in, flying faster, and he's like, I'm gonna do it, Danny. Don't worry. And Danny's like, what the fuck? Like Tucker did it so nonchalantly. Yeah. Like Danny was like, I'm going to do it, and then Tucker was like, Nah, I got it, dude. Don't worry. Yeah. Like that's that's so fucking weird. Well, it's weird too. I mean, I assume it's because Tucker's like evil. Like it's an evil ghost. Like because Tucker's not a ghost. It's like a ghost inhabiting Tucker. Yeah. But he's already like good with his powers. Like he knows how to use all of it well. Danny's still learning. And yeah. he even made a comment. He's like, wow, he can fly so much faster than I can. Yeah. So it's like it's interesting that they're both neck and neck already. Like but. he's just way more powerful than him. Yeah. yeah. This also plays into a theme that I like in every show, and I'm glad that it comes out early in Danny Phantom, where they show you someone who's technically more proficient skill wise than our protagonist, but our protagonist is so much like smarter or better at, you know, XYZ yeah. problem solving. It just makes me root for them longer term. Like yeah. I'm not just rooting for the most talented person. It's like they've got the drive to more. Yeah, they're they're the right person for the powers, you know. Right. Um, and I, th- I I appreciate that they let that come out this early in the series. Yeah. So then we've got all this 9/11 stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the Oof. the car flying through the air, going so through soon buildings. After too. Can you yeah. okay? So can you picture like if it's a living room in a typical American household? Do you think the kids are all like watching this and then they're like, Danny Phantom and the, the parents in the back, they're like, oh, never forget. Am I right? Honestly, <laughs> probably. I, I kind of think maybe. Where was, was Danny Phantom, Phantom written? It's in Amity Park. Um, Where is that? I it, don't think it. I think it's like. LA probably, right? Well, that's, just, uh, that's what I was going to say. The guy in the car has a like a surfer accent. So that implies oh, that there's yeah. water. There's, there's somewhere you can surf near it. Mm. I don't know. Uh, Busy, our last guest, was real interested in where this was filmed. Yeah. Or where this was like yeah, set place. Well, it's got to be a fictional town, right? Yo, it's Amity Park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's not New York, but I, I don't know. But you don't have to be in New York to feel it. No. Exactly. exactly. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, so then all that's going on, they're flying through the buildings and stuff, and Danny and Tucker are just arguing and arguing and arguing because you know what? Tucker's jealous. He's so jealous of Danny. Mm-hmm. Jealous has got the best of him, mm. which obviously results in them flying into a chicken coop. Yep. <laughs> and, there, and there was a chicken on the head that got me laughing. Um, yeah, but I mean, the moral of that scene is that Tucker got powers and he is more powerful than Danny. Yeah. And Danny is like, oh, shit. Well, Danny recognizes it, too, because Tucker flies away super fast. And yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. shoot. And so I don't know if it's like Danny is now jealous of Tucker mm-hmm. or if Danny is like just actually being like he's got he's gotten way too strong well you can go nick you're you're a guest of honor you can thank you you can speak over me it's fine i only do it every week of (laughs) honor um (laughs) i think it's it's interesting um what was i gonna say oh yeah all this time and you're wasting it i know i know um oh yeah i will be honest one point of maybe slight contention i hold with the writing on this episode is that danny never exercises any jealousy Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's still 14 and Mm -hmm. he's growing his power. So I think that he's still growing his decision making his his life. Well, and he's never he never shows he's jealous. If my friend turned against me when I was 14, I would be like and all of a sudden, like, like, let's say like I was really into running back then. Right. And this literally happened. I had a friend who joined cross country just to hang out with me more and then was way faster than me. And I was like. Was that, your, was that your brother? No, he he was uh, he's a little speedy guy though. Um, and all of our dicks are gross. And and I'm well. 
we'll, we'll edit that in post. <laughs> and I just think we'll edit it to have an echo effect. Uh, <laughs> I just think that Danny, at this age, if his friends surpass him, especially if this is really his identity, I mean, it's almost his last name, right? Phantom Phantom. Yeah. Phantom. I think that one flaw is that I think the episode maybe just would have been slightly more compelling, if I may say, if Danny would have had maybe a moment of like, fine, I'm not going to be your friend. And then maybe Sam comes in and like Sam really has to bring this group together because, yeah, that is a complaint. Yeah. Is that I think that that friend group would even be more fleshed out if they yeah. needed Sam to resolve this. Um, I because, do. Yeah. yeah. And I, I agree. I'll give it to them a little bit that like the episode right before this was kind of Danny dealing with that kind of stuff because oh, it was it? like Danny in popularity hmm. and be, doing all the stupid shit to be popular. Yeah, I and mean, I think like it was, it wasn't specifically stated in this episode, but I think just knowing about life, like obviously Danny has ghost powers and he didn't choose it, but like that is a huge part of his identity. So like, if someone else has ghost powers, he's gonna feel jealous just because yeah. that's not it's not just him anymore. Like he's yeah. not the cool ghost boy. It would have been more interesting if that was fleshed out and yeah, Sam came in, ta- or at least talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So then we go into the next episode where school. Tucker is well. Tucker's doing all this ghost stuff, right? Yeah, and pranks. Tucker FaceTimes Sam before yeah. FaceTime was a thing. Yeah, um, and he's like in a window scaring kids and stuff, right? Um, and he obviously doesn't care if anyone fucking sees him doing this. Which, like, I think that whole part is weird to me too, because like Tucker's a good guy and he sees how Danny uses powers. It's weird that. Because I thought the whole point was that he wanted to be a superhero, too. Yeah. Like, he wanted to be around, like, Danny and, like, help people. Yeah. But then it's, the second he got him, he's like, I don't care about that. That You can have that. Like, I just want to tease people. Yeah, exactly. Which doesn't really didn't... seem like Tucker's character. Mm-hmm. See, but I interpreted that as that was the the ghost having more influence, right? Oh, because okay. the whole theme is jealousy maybe feels good for a second, and that's why you, like, getting mm-hmm. the powers feels good. But it's also driven by a certain inescapable motive. Yeah, right. Well, that makes sense with like later at the end of the episode yeah, when sense. the ghost comes out of Tucker and Tucker's immediately sorry. Yeah, and Danny said, "Well, yeah, he, it wasn't you, you know." But well, we can get to yeah. that later. But yeah. he, he, it, it wasn't you. It was both of you right. combined, you know. Because right. jealousy, sure, it's part of you. But when you're rid of it, you're like, "Oh, what was I thinking?" Yeah, like right. that's not me. Right. Yeah. Uh, and also, I want to point out that Danny, when he Danny's a ghost, he's got his like superhero costume kind of thing right yeah and tucker looks exactly the same yeah there's no all like alter ego for tucker at all nope so i was like this is not gonna work out for you dude no they they didn't want to write you uh, a costume because yeah. you're temporary yeah because apparently butch hartman got uh lazy yeah it's the only thing that i classic can butch hartman classic butch hartman so then they go to the school and then you see the the teacher hey, jake what's what's the teacher's name lancer because i wrote it down this time because yeah, i will you got it. someday remember his name hey nick does uh mr lancer look like any actors you know maybe on uh, house of cards or ant-man mm. you see that jake no one else knows all right I'll, let Kevin me phrase the question as a different way <laughs> what about okay so if you had to picture Corey stole um which cartoon character does he look the most like? Is Drake and Josh a cartoon? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Probably Danny's friend Tucker. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who who also looks exactly like Cookie from Dad's Classified School Survival Guide? Oh shit! Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. The same. Came um, the same year. But anyway, Jake, what's uh, Corey Stoll up to in the scene? Corey Stoll is drinking water in the in the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he gets pranked. Water goes everywhere. Pants come undone. He's naked, exposed in the school. Moby Dick! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and every time something happens, he just exclaims a title of a book. Well, so is that, like, FCC allowable? Like, as long as you put 
a different word in front of swear words, it's fine. So you can just yell dick on cartoons as long as it's oh, yeah. a literary classic. Well, yeah, because yeah. that's not the noun dick or like no. anything. That's the yeah. proper noun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Butch Hartman was really sneaky about yeah, he's he had guy. to yell dick on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Before the Rugrats did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so then so then we learned Danny's also getting sick for uh, the same flu or whatever that everyone else in town is getting, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and I was going to say, too. Okay, so Sam got it first. Yep. Danny's yeah. parents also have it. Right. Is that some sort of three-way thing? I think I think it, it was spin the bottle. It's like mono. And then Danny <laughs> gets it. So then Danny was... Yeah. And then Danny parents. gives it to Tucker. Yeah. So you can track you can track the sex. There's just something there. Well, I'm not even saying sex. I'm not fucked up like you. I just think that there's a certain <laughs> element to like, like, but what was Sam hanging with Danny's parents? It didn't have to get sexual. <laughs> Were they just hanging out? Yeah. Maybe Sam is is growing tired of this new identity with Danny. We don't know. We don't. There's no way of knowing what the next episodes will will, will do. That's true. I guess we'll keep our eye out on the next one if uh, Sam has a you know a B B plot with Danny's parents like really bonding and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'd say really keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to. Um, so then we get more uh, more montage. But then so then I get we get to the part that I think we were all our ears perked up a little bit about where Tucker says the line uh, "ghost imposed hookup" and he. The ghosts into Paulina to ask himself out, yep. and that, that that opened a whole can of worms of things. Uh, and also, yeah, so he did that, and his strategy was to uh, like overshadow Paulina, right? Like mm-hmm. take over her body. And the way that the ghosts would go into her body would be through her boobs. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Yeah, they I don't think you've ever been more right. Straight in through the teat. I don't know how to feel about that. Well, the second th- the second he says, and to do the thing I haven't done yet, ghosts imposed hookup. As soon as I heard that, I was like, "That sounds a lot like other things." Yeah, that are not allowed. Yeah. So, Nick, what do you what are your thoughts on I this? I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> no, you said you don't know how to feel about it. Feel bad. That's bad. <laughs> it was a bad thing. It was. It's a ghost and post hookup. He goes into her body, and then Danny goes into her body as well. Yeah. Yeah. Not an ideal. And they're just way. fighting on the inside. And then, technically, this show then passes the Bechdel test because you have a woman talking to another woman without a man present because it's <laughs> both of them. It's shots of her talking to herself. That is <laughs> fucked up. That is so <laughs> fucked up. And then, that's one of like three sexual references that yeah. happen in the three uh, next scenes. Because, yeah, because then immediately doesn't he go to the woman's locker room? Yeah, then he goes to the woman's locker room. So that's weird that they would go there. Mm-hmm. But on and also that Danny's been there before. Danny's like, yeah, this is old trade for ghosts or whatever. Uh, <laughs> like he doesn't say that, but like Tucker's like, wow, so this is what it's like. And Danny's like, yeah, of course. And then, but the weirder part is Danny chokes mother's Tucker with a bra, mm-hmm. a lacy bra. Yeah, they yep. this show that. That, that, that skimps on detail a decent amount for background things. No one has pupils. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> makes it a lacy bra, which makes me just, because this is a high school locker room, right? Mm-hmm. So then there's the 14. Yeah. So, and he had to go in. There's not bras lying around in the ladies dressing room. No, he knew, he knew where he was going. Yeah. And then the, the, the next scene, they're seeing uh, Desiree, yep. right? Which is Desire, just getting that. Oh, my God. Oh, Desire, my God. Okay. So the so Desiree, and she goes, you cannot lay a hand on me. And he goes, how about a fist? Uh, and it's like, <laughs> that's, okay, if that in isolation was a thing, I'd be maybe wondering. But, like, you guys take it from here. Well, are, you, are you saying Desiree is, like, the feminist icon in the episode? No, I'm saying that, I'm saying that this episode. Uh, um, are you insinuating it was a fisting joke? I think that there was... 
Are you trying no to me too, way. Danny? I'm not trying to me too, Danny. Danny will me too himself if he needs to. Um, I think it's hard to get me too after just three seasons. I think that, um, I mean, it took Kevin Spacey five, five seasons yeah. to get me too. Um, and, you know, will Danny be the first animated character to get me too? I don't. I don't know. It's not my place to say. I think it's going to be one of the Eds from Red Ed and Eddie first. Oh, 100%. Mm. All of them. Yeah, all three Ed and Eddie's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that that's three, like, bang, bang, bang scenes where yeah. a guy goes in, another guy goes in, they fuck around, and then the next scene, he takes a girl's bra out of her locker and chokes, yeah. like, puts it in Tucker's face. And do, you then, think, do you think this happened with, like... Like they they wrote the first one and they were like this is kind of risque and they're like no it's fine they're like all right fuck if they okayed this then yeah I'm just gonna go overboard maybe miss- Butch was just like maybe missing his lady that night he yeah was just like in a, in a horny place oh yeah. and we're ignoring too because I mean obviously it's much less common but it was some sexual harassment to the teacher Lancelot or what's what's his name <laughs> it's Lancelot yeah Lancelot they pulled his pants down yeah that, that that's yeah. fucked up if somebody okay I'm even like pretty like comfortable with my body as long as you know the Except people for your around me. teeth and your penis yeah so i'm comfortable with like with like 90 everything in the my- middle the middle torso part's good yeah, yeah. you make a great point um <laughs> if somebody pulled down my pants and i couldn't pinpoint how it happened <laughs> that is terrifying especially with how i'm feeling currently about my little little wee wee yeah i was gonna say i think most people don't really care because they're pretty normal penises yeah if somebody <laughs> pulled my jaw down Lifted my lips up. This isn't for a blowjob thing. I realized how it sounded. <laughs> if somebody like like made my teeth visible, pulled my pants down, and then I went Moby Dick, and then had to do three more book titles because they did that much more <laughs> shit to me. Go go your travels. And then right after that, it's the the in scene. Um, and then right after that, it's the locker room. And then right after that, yeah. it's the fisting scene. And that's just <laughs> fucking. Oh my god. And you're telling me Danny's a 14 year old who doesn't know that fisting is 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 a thing. Uh, okay. He's probably nice to meet before. you one 15 year old who doesn't know what that is. Well, I thought it was interesting too. Cause like we did just follow that weird, like questionable, you know, consent scene where Tucker and Danny slid yeah. into Paulina. But then, then you get Desiree saying like, no man can lay a hand on me without my permission. I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. And then Danny's like, well, how about a fist? And I was like, oh, all right, we're back. Like, so it's like, it's a whole roller coaster <laughs> yeah, of, of yeah. feminism. I was like, Oh, we're yeah. getting there. Yeah. I think it's safe to say daddy phantom from 2004, not part of, uh, uh, feminist iconography, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's not in the say. current conversation. Yeah, not in the current conversation. We'll um, see if they get there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so then, uh, you go back into school. Um, Tucker is hacking the hacking his permanent yeah, record, changing his grades. Also, when he's changing his grades, he has like three Fs. <laughs> a kid who invented FaceTime has three Fs. <laughs> well, he's he's supposed to be smart. He's the nerdy one. He like, has a PDA. Yeah, how is he ha- like, failing getting D's in all these classes? That yeah, can't it be was possible. wild. Well, he's probably just thinking about Danny the whole time. But he's a high schooler who knows how to hack the system. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's not realistic. Which I want answers, but yeah, uh, I was gonna say. That's the thing in shows, and I was led to believe my whole life, is that you have a permanent record in school that follows you. Did mm-hmm. that happen? Like, I don't... Obviously, you have grades, like a transcript. Well, I mean, I, I don't have a parent that's a teacher. I don't think you do, Chris. Do, wait, Nick, do you... What I got that? a teacher, Dad. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, then you'll probably know. Yeah. Um, we don't talk... We try not to talk about work. Um, you don't want to take work <laughs> home? <laughs> um no, you guys are stupid. No, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no record uh, in middle school uh, or elementary high school. school. High school, your permanent record. 
or your academic record begins. But yeah. even then, there's a restart once you, if you pursue college, there's a restart. Well, that was the biggest lie I think I've ever been told is that middle school matters. Like, I was so scared. I got all A's in middle school because I was like, I don't mm-hmm. want a permanent record in high school. I mean, you could fail everything. I mean, like, yeah. you have to pass, obviously, but yeah. like, you don't have to get A's. Nothing matters in high school. Yeah. You know how they like, say C's that get degrees? Yeah. You should feel that in middle school. Yeah. Middle school, definitely that's true. <clears throat> yeah. Like, nothing, as long as you pass, nothing matters. Yeah. So if you're listening now from middle school, have fun. You Just know? give up. If you're a middle schooler listening, I want you to do three things right now. <laughs> grab a beer, grab some hard liquor to wash that beer down with. All right. And get yourself a sexual partner. <laughs> um, if you want, if that's something you're into. All right. What happened next in the episode? Uh, well, then Danny enters and then they have a whole a whole back and forth about, you know, they just reiterate the whole thing where Danny's like, you can't keep doing evil. And Tucker's like, ah, I'm going to. And then Tucker turns into a huge goblin. A huge goblin. A huge goblin. Jake, is that the first goblin we've seen on the show? I think it might have been the first goblin we've seen on the show. No, 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 no. Uh, Dash was a goblin. Dash was a goblin. Oh, well, that's true. This episode introduced goblins into the into the yeah, canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I wrote down that there was a slow-mo scene for this. Yeah, it was like the Matrix. And yeah. a shootout. Yeah, it was like, this is kind of intense. Yeah, it, well, Danny was getting shot in slow motion. So I'm sure kids were watching, like, those bullets are going to hit him. They have to. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. That happened. And so Danny and Tucker start fighting. They're going crazy. Yeah. Tucker is obviously more powerful than Danny, shooting even more powerful lasers at Danny. Yes. Um, Whoa. Can I put something in for a second? You yeah. got it. Okay. Danny gets a new power right after he meets Desiree. Mm-hmm. And she reaches for his heart. Does he potentially get this power from a wish from Desiree that goes unspoken. Mm. Maybe she really does touch his heart. We don't see it happens in a flash, right? Maybe this power is Danny wishing he was more powerful. It is green. Yeah, it's green. Oh. And also, the reason I thought of it just now is that Tucker has the same. Tucker's whipping those whipping those things at Danny. Maybe this is something to track in the future episodes, right? Is when does he use this power, at least near the start of it? Yeah. Or does he get a control on it? Is this always the power that... That's, that's really interesting. Yeah, something to think about. I hope that's true. Yeah, I mean, because none of his other powers are green, and green's always, like, in color terms in the episodes, are, like, always the evil ghosts. Like, every yeah. evil ghost is green. Danny's, like, blue, kind of, so, it's like, that's how it's separated. Like, Tucker has a green glow, so it's weird that he has a green power. Yeah. Following Nick's point. So it is interesting. I mean, he uses this power a lot, so we should pay attention Yeah, I'm uh, sure we to can when he uses it going forward. Stuff. Yeah. Um, and so then Danny's fighting Tucker. He's got to figure something out. He has a plan. So he fights Tucker and lures him into the basement of Fenton Works. And they're fighting, and then he, like, sneezes on Tucker's face. You know, classic way to stop a ghost. Yeah. Um, and then when Tucker's distracted, he, like, punches him through the ghost catcher. Yeah. Separating Tucker's body from the ghost, and then capturing the ghost and being done with that. Tucker, super sorry. He's <laughs> yeah, like, I'm so sorry, man. I, did, I don't know what got, got a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And Danny's like, it wasn't you, man. Uh, and so then that, and then they talk about, you know, you know, jealousy's bad. And also, well, Tucker's like, jealousy's bad. I shouldn't have been jealous. And then Danny's like, yeah, but I shouldn't have shown off to you, man. I feel like in most shows, like, because I feel like this is a common plot line between friends on shows where it's like they get jealous. But I feel like the end is like they both learn something yeah. where he's like, I shouldn't be jealous of you. You have cool ghost powers. He's like, oh yeah, but you're super empathetic or something. But I don't, that wasn't the dynamic. It was like, yeah. you're right. Like you shouldn't have been. I'll I'll try to stop being so cool. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah, it's definitely so what it was like. So that's weird. I mean, kind of. But yeah, I thought it like Nick kind of alluded to earlier. It was a nice ending where it, I feel like that's more 
thematic and more serious than maybe more episodes where it's like it wasn't you yeah like the jealousy thing yeah no, and I it's agree. like a visual evil goblin that came out of you mm-hmm. so it's like i don't know that's a pretty good lesson for kids yeah 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 and it's also that you can do bad things and redeem yourself right i mean yeah. that's something that like jealousy is something that happens so it, mm-hmm. get past it and it'll, you'll be fine yeah yeah and i think on every episode of this podcast that's what we saw so far we talked about when jake and i got in a fight <laughs> it's just it's similar to that too like you know that was uh chris started it no that's not true third party started it <laughs> okay we picked sides yeah <laughs> yeah um so that wraps up that episode right do you guys yeah, have think- any last points about that last scene well, Nick can get all of his uh, all of his analysis out before we jump into some other segments. But um, I'm just looking through my notes here. Um, I have 9/11 written a bunch, and then <laughs> see one of those YouTubers. No, I see. I don't even. I I truly don't know if this is a meme. I just know three years after 9/11 mm-hmm. to have a plane drive into a building and then show how we could have prevented it. I don't know. Maybe those passengers should have been more jealous. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. If we learned one thing from this episode, it's that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, we can get into some cartoon logic if you have any. Uh, Jacob, I know it's one of your one of your favorite things. Oh, baby, I got some cartoon logic. Uh, uh, we already kind of chatted about it. Uh, during the football game, 10 people jump on one person, mm-hmm. which that alone is, they'd be dead, I'll say it. Uh, but I want to also point out something specific. 10 people jump on the quarterback. Now, I know in this most recent NFL season, <laughs> they've been giving out rough in the passer calls pretty frequently, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Could you imagine how many yards they would have lost if they roughed the passer like that? No, they would have. They would have got kicked out. Mm-hmm. I had I had a football thing. During the kickoff, that football was at least like 100 stories tall. Oh, it was. Like they kicked it. It was an aerial shot of it like yeah. crashing down. Yeah. That I, I don't think a high school has that kind of leg. No. Well, and like when... um. When Dash, when Goblin Dash threw the football, it was on yeah. fire. It was going so fast. Yeah, it was crazy. Like that, that could never happen, right? No, can't, can't I, mean, I don't think so. Fast. I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen the combine when they, you know, they could do the new recruits. But right, right. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, what else? I had. I mean, this comes up every episode, but where Danny gets hit by a ghost and then he phases through one wall and ends up slamming into another wall. Yep. So it's always like, oh, like he can survive once and then it's can't do it twice. Yep, but. He never ends up slamming into the first wall. Nope. Funny how that works. Um, I had one. Nick, did one. you think anything was unrealistic about this cartoon episode, Danny Phantom? I'm just now knowing that there were unrealistic elements. I thought that everybody was just great. Uh, I didn't see anything unrealistic in this episode. <laughs> no, I, oh, okay. I thought the football story. players were just really good. Uh, they were really great. Yeah. Um, Way better than the NFL. The other one that I wrote down, uh, there was a scene when Tucker was pulling pranks and there was they were in the band room. Mm-hmm. Tucker poured an entire bottle of soda down a, a tuba into the person's mouth that was playing the tuba, and all the soda went out their ears, their eyes, yeah. their nose, everything. I'll say it. I don't think that can happen. Well, and when you say soda, are you do you mean lean? Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, purple the, liquid that was undisclosed. Yeah, so it must have been lean. Um, it went through. It went out every every hole on the person's head. I think that would have been dead if that actually happened, right? Right. Right, and then there would have been a ghost. And Danny Phantom. Uh, so that's my last my last cartoon logic. Chris or Nick, do you have anything? No cartoon logic on me at the moment. I mean, other than the... I mean, this isn't specific to Danny Phantom, but the different body sizes. You got some huge people 
Like Mr. Fenton. Mr. Fenton is eight tons. He was huge. And then you got some scrawny little people. Yeah. Um, there was also when, uh, what's her name? Who's the popular girl? Paulina. Yeah, when Paulina became popular, the wor- not only did she become orbular, but the world was spherical. She was walking on a rounded world. Are you a, are you a flat earther normally? The world, the world is spherical, correct? No. What? You guys didn't tell me this was a themed podcast. No, the world is... <laughs> flat yeah so she was yeah so she was all of a sudden walking on around the world and i was like okay cartoon logic but that was really the only <laughs> yeah. thing that stood out to me as different from the normal world in right. this ghost cartoon that's true yeah. <laughs> documentary yeah, yeah 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 uh great so that wraps up the episode of danny phantom now like we always do we want to rate this episode on a scale from zero to 20 mm-hmm. uh and we do that with our four categories so let's just dive on into that the first category we will we will rate is how spooky the episode was. Nick, how spooky do you think this episode was? Spooky? Mm-hmm. Um, well, see, for me, spooky is when I don't really have a grasp on what's happening, right? Okay. Um, and that, and I'm fearful because I don't know what the villain is capable of, right? And so for this, for me, I got pretty spooked when we found out Desiree's backstory. Mm-hmm. And also I was a little spooked because jealousy is such a real grounded thing. Mm-hmm. When I was watching it's like this. Othello. Yeah, when I this was exactly like Othello in every single way. <laughs> and I, I just felt like when I was when I was watching this, I got pretty spooked near the end. But it was not near the top of spookiness because genies are so I mean we've got Robin Williams and Will Smith, the two greatest genies, right? We've got all of these different like like genies that kind of provide this backstory of we're familiar with genies. We know what they're doing. She was a little different because she gave out more than one wish. She gave out six or more yeah. than three wishes. So that was slightly different, but I was never thoroughly spooked. If I had to rate it on a scale of one to five, I'd say three out of five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I had, I'm torn because I think this had the spookiest part of any episode for me, but overall it wasn't scary. What was the spookiest part? When Paulina got fucking, Oh, blasted in the face! That caught me so off guard. Yeah, that was aggressive. But I thought the episode as a whole wasn't that scary. Yeah, and that was more brutalizing than spooky. Yeah, Yeah. you know. Well, I thought it was kind of spooky because they had like the goblins, which made Mm, them yeah. Like so, the ghosts looked more uh, grotesque than they have before. Yeah, it was a little scary. I mean, I don't know. I'd say a two. Two. Yeah, I put down a three. Nick said three. We can just do it at a three. Do it at three. Yep. Perfect. Love it. Nick's always right. Um, right. And so then the next category is the goddamn giggles. How many mm-hmm. giggles did you have during this episode? Nate? I had many giggles. Mm-hmm. I there was also a joke. I was curious if this is just me not knowing a lot about cheese. But at one point, Tucker was he had his head on the cheese oh, yeah. display, and it was for head cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was wondering if that was like dickhead cheese, like that. You know, it's an actual thing. Oh, that's a real thing. It's uh. uh then this episode wasn't funny at all. Uh, <laughs> just factual. <laughs> no. Um, so I thought that, uh, what were some of the funny lines? I mean, there was a sex joke Danny made about his parents. He was like, I really hope I'm not walking in on something I shouldn't be yeah, when they were good. sick in the basement. Um, <laughs> turn the word sex teepee. Yeah. I thought all the Sam cutaways were pretty funny. Um, and then just the teacher in the school, Moby Dick, that whole sequence, uh, once you got past the sexual harassment. Yeah. Corey was great. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you give it for GD giggles? See, I don't know, because I haven't seen the show in years, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know, probably eight years, wow. So I don't know if it's 
me remembering it more fondly, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember some knockout funny episodes of this show. Like, I think this one was more centered around jealousy and therefore inherently yeah. less GD giggly right. than maybe some other episodes. So I would go another three. Okay. Um, if five is the best of Danny Phantom. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I'd go three because this wasn't like... Uh, this wasn't like the the all out funny episode, and honestly, I think that has something to do with Sam not being there. I think that she completes the dynamic in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, but. she's super funny too. With even just like the two thousand four comedy, where it's like we're making fun of her for being a vegetarian. Oh yeah, and like an activist and social justice warrior. And she's like the yeah. April Ludgate of the group. Yeah, it's like they're oh, like yeah. doing fun stuff, and she's like, I hate everything, and it's like, haha, Sam. Yeah, yeah. classic. But, yeah. So Chris, um, what do you think? How many giggles did you get? I give it a two. Um, I'd give it a one, but I think. There were some good lines. Like, I really liked the like Jack Fenton, haha, you're naive, blah blah. Yeah. But there definitely has been the first five episodes. I think there's been funnier. I agree. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. All right, so we'll give this a two. Sure. So then the next one is the lovey dovey factor. Just how romantic was this episode? I um, is this um for me two characters on the show, or is this for just characters in the show with each other? Um, it's typically centered around Danny and Sam. Yeah, da- the eventual romance between Danny okay. and Sam, but this in general. I mean, because romance was because Desiree is like really hot. <laughs> um, that is true. So it's got to be something. So the whole show. I mean, I would if if she was real, I'd say I want to marry you. I want to make you the happiest genie in the world. Um, <laughs> I want to grant your wishes every day. That sort of thing. Um. I want to pluck that little jewel right off your bedazzled navel, you know, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's but what women like to hear, I think. Yeah, I hope so. I can't wait to find one that agrees. Um, <laughs> but I, I just uh, beyond that, there was no real romance in the episode, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there was, there was. I'd, I'd go there zero. Wasn't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I give it a zero. I, I give it a zero. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was so none. My first unanimous zero yeah. episode. Sam <laughs> is really Sam's absence is felt. I will make that yeah, clear. Like I definitely in the, agree. within the friend group, I think her absence limits Danny's able uh, ability to yeah. be different because he really has to be a rock, or else it's yeah. all out of whack. You know. Well, I think it's one of those things that probably is like a sometimes a negative stereotype, but like where girls like help men mature type thing. Where yeah. like when Danny's when when Sam's not there, Danny can just be a fourteen year old boy and he just like tears apart the town with Tucker and they like fight. Where yeah. I feel like if Sam was there, like he'd probably be more level headed because like no, she's I mean, that's true. more a rational character in the show. Yeah, yeah, and that's definitely something that you know TV is growing to. All stories are growing to yeah. differentiate from that. But I think that in this specific world, that's the role that she often fills, and I think that it was notably missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so the last score, the soap opera score. How dramatic was this episode? This episode was dramatic. Yeah. Jealousy is one of the oldest oh, yeah. things. I'd say, honestly, I'd go a five. I know that's crazy, but this is from the perspective of Tucker. I mean, from start to finish, this episode is is from a new point of view. It's about one of the core relationships in mm-hmm. the show doing a complete tragic dive. They they yeah. become enemies. They're fighting. 9-11. I, <laughs> I truly like it. It, it was pretty no, shocking. I agree. Yeah, I do agree. I, I'd go a five. What yeah. Do you think? I, yeah. It's a, you know, it's a big moment, but I think I'll give it a five as well. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I put four, but we got two fives. I think we're going to give it a five. That's the first five we've given in a category so far. Right? Yeah, that definitely is. Wow. That's a big moment. Butch Hartman, congratulations. Uh, so, so what's the total? So the total score for this episode of Danny Phantom is 10. 10 wow. out of 20. The highest we've ever had is an 11. Yes. Yeah, so we've had two 11s. So, I mean, do you think the show will hit its stride more in the second season? I mean, I don't know when the hotspot yeah, is Yeah, because I think, I think yeah. especially once Vlad is introduced, it 
gets a little bad. It gets oh. more more serialized. Yeah, meaning or, that there's yeah. M- more. You know the story. Continues. Yeah, is more important. Well, and the way we're rating it, like in theory, it's a good episode if it's scary. There's some romance. It makes you laugh, and it's dramatic. Yeah. So it's like I think as the show progresses, things get fleshed out more. So there's yeah. more opportunity for that. Where in the beginning, it's kind of like, oh, it's a funny episode, or it's a scary episode. Yeah, exactly. I will tell you this right now. Just had this idea off the top of my head. Is there not a ghost special? Is there not a special with like time? Father Time is involved. There is. It's a Christmas one. And like the whole thing is under lockdown and they shoot up like orbs to try and protect the city, right? Yeah. I think those are two different episodes, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That should be a, a listener special, right? You have a couple guests in. Maybe the best of no, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a uh, Nick Saxton. Oh yeah, uh, maybe your brother's free. <laughs> oh my god, good luck getting him. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty quick; it's hard to catch. Yeah, um, his brace is capped. Um, so yeah, you guys, because that episode—that's the one I remember most. Like that, I'm because I was trying to think what's a twenty out of twenty, you know? Yeah. And to me, that's when I recall is watching and being like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! This is so dope!" Like I mm-hmm. love that this exists. Well, I'm really hoping that season finale is <clears throat> get up to. Get up yeah. to the double di- high double digits yeah, of yeah. being a well-rounded, but yeah. What was the pilot at? Was that an eleven? No. What'd no. You say? The pilot. No, the pilot was pretty low. Really? Yeah, that was mostly. That was pretty funny. I think. Yeah, it was pretty funny, but like the pilot was so much exposition. So, I do think. I do think as it gets more into the plot of like Danny's hiding this from his parents too, it'll get good. Yeah, I mean, once everything gets more established, there's more. They have to explain less, and they yeah. can just assume you know more. So there's more opportunities, but yeah. So with that, that just about wraps up this episode of Going Ghost, the exclusive Danny Fandom podcast. Uh, Nick, what did you learn from this episode today? What will you What will you take with you and improve your life? Honestly, no joking. Uh, good lessons on jealousy that I feel like we never age out of. You know what I mean? I think mm. uh, that jealousy can be your actions, but cannot be you. I think that's a beautiful message. I think that um, I learned uh, when you gain new abilities, new strengths, new knowledge in your life, you have to also learn how to deal with it. And you have to learn how to not compete with other people inherently. You know, competitiveness mm-hmm. can be good, but can also be a downfall of some otherwise great things. I mean, good friends at the beginning, tragic downfall. Right. The only time they're back together is just when you get rid of that what I want and just go with what you have and what makes you happy. You know? Maybe you can apply that to your relationship with your brother. Um. Yeah. Hey. Well, uh. Well, um. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to give you uh, one last opportunity. If you changed what you wanted, if you could uh, wish on a genie, uh, what would you what would you pick? If I could change what I want, well, you could keep it the same. I'm just saying, like, if has it changed over the episode? Are you still still the teeth? Or? Um, I mean, it's probably still teeth. But with that said, an opportunity to have another want. I mean, why wouldn't I? Um, I'd probably want. And correct me if this seems weird or out of place. I would love like. A really, really smoking hot, like six three babe who's really rich and maybe invents something so that wealth is sustained, right? From I don't know, a coast. I'm whichever coast I'm fine with in any country. Well, see that's that's actually a, a funny because who, who loves you, me? Sorry, keep going. <laughs> no, it's it's funny that you uh you, you say that because if you if you look under your chair uh, we have a little present a, for you. We have a smoking hot fucking Yeah, uh, she's from both coasts, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, if you uh, take take care of that. We uh, we treat our guests well. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, with that, uh, I think we're about to wrap up uh, Going Ghost, the yeah. exclusive Danny Vanden uh, podcast. So, yeah. so Nick, Nick's uh, having a good time. Uh, <laughs> Nick, where can uh, where can our listeners learn more about you or follow you, or is there anything you want to you want to plug coming up? Um, I got a Facebook. It's more for personal friends, so uh, maybe lay off of that if you can just cool your jets. Uh, mm-hmm. No, um, maybe your brother's doing something you can plug. Yeah, please, seriously, follow my brother on uh, on Instagram at Saxon underscore Skier. Uh, S K I E R Saxton skier S A X T O N um, underscore underscore. Um, uh, you can follow him on, I believe, Twitter at the same handle, Facebook Ben Saxton B E N S A X T O N space between. Um, he's always up to something. I think he's done a few blog posts. Um, they're really good. They're just kind of about skiing, what it's like to be in nature. And yeah, if you can just toss him a like, it always goes a long way. Thanks. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks again for coming, Ben. Or, nope, Nick. Sorry, I wrote it wrong. It's okay. We, we couldn't book Ben. No, we could. And uh, thank you all for listening this week. As always, if you like the podcast, tell your friends to listen to Going Ghost and follow the podcast on social media at Going Ghost Pod. If you want to see more of our stuff, you can follow our company Northern Knights Productions on all social media at Northern Knights P R O D or our website northernknightsprd.com. Butch Hartman, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. Please God. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Have a chill week. Bye. See ya. Goodbye. He's a phantom. <laughs>